0: The Solution Word with Pastor Adama Segbeji. Pastor Adama has a passion to uplift people and see the body of Christ excel. His aim, to bring hope to the hopeless and solution to the nations. In this message, you will learn. When you're going to sleep on your bed, you don't check whether the bed can hold your weight or not. Why? You had faith, natural faith in the carpenter. It's important for us to transfer that same faith to Jesus and believe in Him the same way we believe in the captain. Some of us go on the plane, we don't see the pilot, and the pilot will say, We are going to cruise at 40,000 feet and we are going to get to our destination in six hours or in 12 hours. You haven't met this pilot. But you believe that he will take you to your destination. Why do you have more faith in the Pilot than in the God who made that Pilot? Yes. With me in your Bibles to the book of Hebrews, chapter 13, verse 8. Hebrews chapter 13, verse 8. Hallelujah. Is somebody swimming in the anointing like I am? My goodness. God is awesome. You can never be the same after fasting for 30 days and 30 days of prayer and fasting. Hebrews chapter 13, verse 8, I read. The Bible says that Jesus Christ, the same yesterday and today and forever and we are blessed by the reading of God's word. I wanna share with you this afternoon on the message I have titled, Jesus Christ, the master healer. Jesus Christ, the master healer. Please understand that Jesus has never changed He is still doing miracles today. Jesus has never changed. He is still doing miracles. When? Today. Today. That's why the Bible says that Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, the same today, and the same forever. He will never change. He will never change. That's why the Bible says in the book of Acts chapter 10 verse 13, it says how, uh, sorry, Acts chapter 10 verse 38, it says how God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power and he went about doing good. He went about doing what? Doing good, healing all that were oppressed of the devil, Amen. healing all, not some, healing all that were oppressed of the devil. Amen. For God was with him. Amen. So the nature of Jesus is to do us good. Amen. That is his nature. Amen. In his nature, there is goodness. Amen. And one of the natures of goodness of Jesus Christ is to heal us, Amen. is to give us our heart desires. Amen. And today God is going to give you your heart desire Amen. in the name of Jesus Amen. because He has not changed. Right. He's still the same yesterday, He's still the same today. He is still the same tomorrow and forever. Amen. That is His character, that is His nature. Now, how do you know whether Jesus is the same? All you have to do is look back of the healings. Look back of the miracles. Look back of what he has done. And if you can see what he has done, then he will do it today. Amen. And not only will he do it today, he will do it tomorrow. Amen. Because the formula has not changed. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I said the formula has not changed. You see, the formula for one plus one is two. That formula will never change. The answer will forever remain two. Two plus two is what? Four. Four. The answer will never change. So Jesus has never changed. The answer will remain four. Two plus two is equal to? Four. Two plus two can never be three. Two plus two can never be seven. Two plus two can never be a thousand. Two plus two is equal to four. That's why Jesus is also the same yesterday, today, and forever. The same is also true about the devil. The devil was defeated yesterday. He will be defeated today. And he will be defeated tomorrow. That fact can never change. He was defeated yesterday. He will be defeated today, and he will be defeated tomorrow. Hallelujah! Somebody shout hallelujah. hallelujah! But the question we want to ask is: How do we receive from this master healer? How do we receive? Hebrews chapter eleven, verse six says: But without faith, it is impossible. To please God, but without faith, it is what impossible to please God. It see, for he that cometh to God must believe that God exists. Right. Must believe that God exists, and God is a what a, a rewarder, rewarder of them that diligently seek Him. Anybody here wants a reward? Yes. You want a reward? Yes. The only way to receive a reward from God is to seek him diligently. Simple. And the vessel by which we receive from God is called the vessel of faith. It's called what? The The vessel of of faith. Now, for instance, this bottle of water is a vessel that has been able to accommodate the water. Are you following me? This is the vessel that the water can only sustain in. And so it's important that if you are going for water, you go with the right vessel. Mm -hmm. Now, can you imagine me wanting to drink water and I take one of my books, Addictive Love, And I use it as a vessel to receive the water. Can the book sustain the water? Can the book sustain the water? Why? Because it's not the right vessel. It's not the right vessel. If you're going to receive from God, you need the right vessel. You need the right tool. Now, if you bring a basket now and I pour this water in, yes, the water will still be poured into that basket, but it will not hold it because the basket is not the right vessel. Are you following me? The same applies to God. If you're going to receive from God, the vessel you need is called the vessel or the container of faith. It's called faith. Why? Because without faith, it is impossible to receive from God. If you're going to receive from God, then you need faith. It doesn't matter the magnitude of what you are believing God for. If you're going to receive from God, then you need faith. Why? Because without faith, it is impossible to receive anything from Jesus. Without faith, it is what absolutely impossible to receive anything from Jesus. So the question we want to ask is what is faith? What is faith? The Bible says in the book of Hebrews chapter 11 verse 1, it says now faith is, now faith is not tomorrow, not next week, what is faith? Now. Faith is for now. If you postpone your healing or your miracle, that's not faith. That is hope. Are you following me? Because faith is for what? It's for now. So the Bible says, Hebrews 11:1, it says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. That miracle, that healing you are believing God for, must become the substance of things you were hoping for. Amen. You were hoping for it last week. You were hoping for it last month. You were hoping for it last year. Then, the moment the Jesus miracle campaign started, your hope becomes substance. Yes. Your hope becomes tangible. Yes. That's why it says now faith is. So that means your, your belief for miracle, your belief for signs, your belief for wonders, your belief for that breakthrough, your belief for that touch from God, your belief for that miracle must move from hope to faith, which is now. now. When do you want to receive your miracle? Now. When do you want it? Now. Are you sure? Yes? Yeah. Now, if I were you, I would say I wanted it yesterday. That means the situation is very urgent. Are you following me? If I were you, I would say I wanted it 10 years ago. Because the situation is very desperate. The woman with the issue of blood, the Bible says that she suffered for 12 years from many physicians. You can imagine the pain she went through. You can imagine the shame she went through. You can imagine how that blood was smelling on her because it was a waste blood. That blood was smelling on her so she could not associate with anybody. And the Bible says that she went to many physicians yet she was still made worse her case was getting worse have you been in a situation before where you are believing God for a miracle you go from one doctor to the other you go from one consultant to the other and the things are not getting better they keep giving you different diagnoses, they keep giving you different prognosis they keep giving you different descriptions of what you are going through and you know that this situation cannot wait another day or another year or another month or another week so the Bible says that woman with the issue of blood she said within her heart when she heard of Jesus that is faith when she heard of Jesus the Bible says faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God when she heard of Jesus she said if I may but only touch the hem of his garment I will be made whole In other words, I am not going to wait for the protocol that surrounds Jesus. What I'm going through is too desperate. I've been through this situation for 12 years. I can't wait another 12 years. I've gone through this shame for 12 years. I have lost friends. I have lost family. I have lost people who are close to me. They keep laughing at me. They keep teasing me they keep mocking me I can't wait another 12 years Jesus if I may but only touch the hem of your garment I will be made whole in other words Jesus I'm not even going to wait on your touch I am going to push my way through I am going to force my way through because what I'm going through I don't have to go through protocol I don't have to call to be given a time to come and see Jesus what I need is now I need this miracle now I need this breakthrough now I need this divine promotion now I need this surgery taken care of by Jesus now so if I may but touch the head of his garment I will be made whole. She never heard Jesus taught on that, but she used her faith. Why? Because faith is the vessel by which we receive from God. Faith is a vessel. You don't, you see, faith doesn't follow protocol. Jesus is going through Jerusalem. But I need to touch him even when I'm in Samaria. I need to pull him into Samaria. The woman by the well in John chapter 4, the Bible says that Jesus was going somewhere else but the Bible says that he needed to go through Samaria. Why? Because someone was pulling him. She was a prostitute but she was pulling Pulling him. I don't know what you are going through. You can pull Jesus into your situation today. With faith in your heart. You can pull Jesus into your situation today. And I see him touching you right now. I see him healing you right now. In the name of Jesus. So it takes faith to receive you see, many of us have faith in the carpenter. When you came to church this afternoon, you are sitting on that chair. I don't know whether it's manufactured by a carpenter or not. I know carpenters only manufacture things that are wood. But this is plastic. So we just say it's a carpenter. You had more faith in the carpenter. You didn't check the chair, whether it was going to break. Your faith in that car. When you're going to drive it to church, you didn't check the tires whether it's going to burst. You didn't check the engine. When you're going to sleep on your bed, you don't check whether the bed can hold your weight or not. Why? You had faith, natural faith in the carpenter. It's important for us to transfer that same faith to Jesus and believe in him the same way we believe in the carpenter. Some of us go on the plane. We don't see the pilot and the pilot to say, we are going to cruise at 40,000 feet and we are going to get to our destination in six hours or in 12 hours. You haven't met this pilot, but you believe that he will take you to your destination. Why do you have more faith in the pilot than in the God who made that pilot? I don't know about you, but I believe God. I said I believe God. So faith is the vessel we use to receive from God. And the question we want to ask is, how does God heal us? How does God heal us? He heals us through his sent word. He heals us through his sent word. Psalm 107 verse 20. I sense the anointing of God so powerful here. I want you to be expectant. Whatever you are believing God for today, use your faith. You don't need anybody to touch you. You can touch Jesus where you are. Use your faith to draw in your miracle. Use your faith to draw in your healing. Use your faith to draw in what you are believing God for in the name of Jesus. Psalm 107 verse 20 says, He sent his word and he healed them and delivered them from their distractions. He sent the word. Who sent the word? God. Jesus sent the word. And once the word was sent, the word performed what it was sent for. Every challenge you are going through has a sent word tailored for it. Amen. Everything you are going through has a sent word tailored for it. Amen. And today God is going to send for that word. Amen. If it's prosperity, it has a sent word. Amen. If it's breakthrough, it has a scent word. Amen. If it's a miracle, it has a sent word. Amen. If it is fruitfulness, it has a scent word. Amen. If it is marriage, it has a sent word. Amen. If it is increase, it has a sent word. Amen. If it is abundance, it has its scent word. Amen. If you want God to intervene for you in that court case, it has a scent word. Amen. If it's a divine healing, it has a sent word. And today, God is sending for that word for you. I said, God is sending for that word for you. And look at what the word does. When the word is sent, number one, the word heals all sicknesses and diseases. It heals not some, It heals all sicknesses and diseases. Number one, the word heals all sicknesses and diseases. You can categorize them. There are 39 groups of them. It heals them all. Those that are named and those that are yet to be named. The word heals them all. Why? Because Jesus is the word. John 1, 1, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. So Jesus is the word. That's why Jesus is the healer. Pastor is not the healer. I am not the healer. Jesus is the healer. He is a healing Jesus. He is a healing Jesus. Jesus. And that saint word is coming to heal you today. It might be a shameful situation, it is coming to heal you today. You will not leave this place today with that same issue you came in with. Let me hear a living amen. I said you will not leave this place today with the issue you came with. By the time you leave this place, the burden removing, your destroying power of God will be made visible in your life in the name of Jesus. Number two thing that the word does is the word delivers us from all distractions. The word delivers us from all distractions. Past, present, future. All. Before any distraction of the enemy shows up, the word has already delivered you. That's why the Bible says that you will hear a voice behind you saying this is the way. He will deliver you from wicked men and wicked women. Amen. I said he will deliver you from wicked men and wicked women. Amen. Maybe you are driving and then all of a sudden, the Holy Spirit will tell you, ignore the sat-nav, turn left. And then you turn left. And the moment you turn left, a big accident happened right where you turn left. Why? Because he delivers us from all distractions. The sent word does not come back the same. The sent word, when the word is sent, when God's word is sent, it doesn't come back the same. When the word is sent. When the healing word is sent. When the miracle working word is sent. It does not come back the same. It goes to accomplish whatsoever it has been sent for. The word knows your address. The word knows what is happening inside your body the word knows how to position your organs perfectly and today somebody's organs will be healed in the name of Jesus you have a perfect organ you have a perfect system in the name of Jesus there will be no missing body part of yours I told you of the testimony where I had a growth on my hand. I can't remember where it was. And every morning we'll wake up and say, Father, thank you. When my wife and I are sitting in the lounge, she'll hold, take my hand. Was it the right or the left? Right. Was it right? Left. I can't remember now. There was a, a lamb, Very, very shameful love. As a result of that, I couldn't wear a short sleeve. Are you following what I'm saying? The devil is a wicked devil. He'll put a growth on you so that when you go out for lunch or a dinner meal and you're sitting with people, they'll be asking, "What, what is that growth? So I could not wear short sleeves for a long time. And even that, I have to buy a longer long sleeve than normal. To cover my shame. So every day we were waking up, and my wife would lay hands on it and she'll pray in the name of Jesus is gone. In the name of Jesus is gone. I'll wake up, I'll sit still, the lamb there. We'll wake up in the name of Jesus is gone. And one day I woke up and it was completely gone without any trace or any sign. Why? Because the word works. When he sent forth the word, the word does not come back the same. Please get this. When the word goes out, it does not come back the same. Why? Because the word is not lazy. There are some lazy people when you send them, they'll go and round, 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 round and come back and say, what did you ask me to go for again? They'll come back empty-handed. <laughs> <laughs> Can you identify with them? You send somebody, you send your husband to the kitchen and say, can you bring me a cup of tea? He goes to the kitchen and stands and scratches his head and, and comes back and says, and you ask, where's the tea? He say, oh, did you ask me to go for tea? And then he comes back empty-handed. Lazy husband. Lazy wife. i coming to the wife as well. You go, you send your wife to the kitchen and say, honey, can you bring me a, 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 an apple? She goes to the kitchen. She goes and opens her own packet of crepes. Eat, 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 eat. <laughs> and then she comes back and says, where's my apple? And say, oh, I forgot. Lazy wife. You were not sent for a packet of crepes. You were sent for an apple. But the word doesn't work that way. That's what the Bible says in the book of Isaiah 55, verse 10 and 11. It says, For as the rain cometh down and the snow from heaven, and returneth not hither, but watering the earth, and maketh it bring forth f- and back, that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater, so shall my word be. Now, God will always use a natural example that will make sense to you. He said, as the rain comes down, and as the snow comes down, and does not go back. Have you ever seen the rain go back? Have you ever seen a snow go back? So God is saying, just as when the rain comes down, and the snow comes down, and they cannot go back. He said, that is how my word will go forth, and when it goes out of my mouth, it shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing where to I sent it. So every time God sends his word, the word will go looking for that organ, looking for that system, looking for that issue in your body. Whether it is, I I don't know what case it is, whether it is an irreplaceable case, whether it is an irreversible case, the word goes into your system, goes into your bloodstream, goes into your organs. Start looking for that situation. Start looking for that issue. And then it begins, it. it begins to correct 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 it. By the time the word comes back, that organ is corrected. That blood system is corrected. That issue is corrected. And I send forth the healing word into somebody's organ today. I send for the living word into somebody's system today. I send for the word into somebody's blood flow today. I send for the word into somebody's heart today. In the name of Jesus. So the word does not come back void. The word has a mission program. And once it is released, it goes and accomplish it. And listen, this is the good part. This is the good part. This word is not only supposed to be sent by a pastor, or a prophet, or a bishop, or an apostle, or an evangelist. This word can be sent by anyone and everyone. It can be sent by anyone and everyone. I was a pastor with that bump. Guess who sent the word? My wife sent the word. And I experienced a healing I got frustrated at some point. I always pray, pray, pray. Sometimes I'll squeeze it hard. I said, go now, 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 now. I wake up and it's still there. I said, I give up. And then I'll give my hand to my wife every evening. Every evening. The fact that you see that growth there doesn't mean you should should give up. You don't give up. You don't give up. The woman with the issue of blood, she she did not give up. She did not give up she tried many physicians they failed her but she knew that if I can only go to Jesus Jesus will heal me and Jesus is healing somebody here today I said Jesus is healing somebody here today she didn't give up we didn't give up we keep talking the word we keep saying the word we keep speaking the word and then one day, the growth vanished. Yes. Why? Because the sent word doesn't come back void. The sent word doesn't come back void. Anybody can send the word. Why? Because the Bible says the word, the word is nigh you. It's even in your mouth. Romans chapter 10, verse 8 to 10. The word is nigh you. It's even in your mouth. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Today is your day of healing. Today is your day of complete healing. Miracles shall flow through you today. Healing shall flow through you today. Today is your day of testimony. In the name of Jesus. Romans chapter 10 from verse 8. It says, But what saith it? The word is near thee. Even where? In your mouth. Even where? In mouth. Even in your mouth. That healing word is near you. And that healing word is where? Your in your mouth. Amen. The healing you are believing God for. Is in your mouth. Yes. But it will not benefit you staying in your mouth. Yeah. You have to send it. Yeah. You have to send that word. It says the word is near you, it's even in your mouth and in your heart. So it's not only in your mouth, but it's also where in your heart, that is the word of faith, the word of faith, that which we preach, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and thou shalt believe in your heart that God raised him up from the dead, thou shalt be saved, for with the heart man believeth unto righteousness and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. So the word of healing is in your mouth. You have to release it. The word of healing is in your mouth. You have to release it. You have to send the word. And that's the only way the word works. Mm -hmm. The purpose of this water it's not to stay in the bottle. This water will not benefit this bottle. I need this water. Are you following me? It, the only time this water will benefit me is when I drink it. It is not for display. It's to be drunk. That word in your mouth is not just to stay there. It's for you to speak it. Don't wait on anybody. Maybe that person might not know what issue you are going through. Speak it yourself. Declare healing into your life. Declare miracles into your life. The Bible says Jesus said this sign shall follow them that believe. It says in my name they will cast out the devil. In my name they will heal the sick. In my name they will do signs and wonders. All you need is the name of Jesus. That's why Jesus Christ is a master healer. He does not refer any case to anyone. And today is your day of healing. Receive it church. I said receive it church. You will go to that consultant this week. You will go to that doctor this week and everything will be perfect. I said everything will be perfect. I declare your body is perfect. I declare your brain is perfect. I declare your mind is perfect. I declare your body organs are perfect. I declare your legs are perfect. I declare your organic systems are perfect. Every area of your life is perfect. Why? Because God is a perfect God and he never creates defects. Say I am healed. I am healed. Oh, say it again. Say I am healed. I am healed. Say I declare, myself healed. I declare myself healed. Now put your hand where that issue is. I sense the power of God now. Put your hand where that issue is. Now speak to it. Release the healing word. Release the healing word. Release it. Release it. The word is in your mouth. It's in your heart. It's the word of faith. Release it. Release it. You are healed. You are healed. You are healed. You are healed. healed. Jesus' name. Jesus took our sicknesses and diseases, so we don't have to carry it. That's what the Bible says in the book of Matthew, chapter 8, verse 17. It said that it might be fulfilled that which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet, saying, Himself took our infirmities and bore our sicknesses. Himself himself Himself, Jesus himself took Jesus himself took Jesus himself took and what he has taken you don't have I said what he has taken you don't have you are not barren because he took barrenness your father is the baby maker Have you ever seen a bread maker's son or daughter go hungry of bread before? Your father is a bread maker. Mm. (laughs) My father is a bread maker. So I can never be hungry of bread. I can decide to eat whatever bread I want at any time. My father is the baby maker. Exodus 23, 25 It says you will serve the Lord And he will bless You shall serve the Lord And he will what? Bless You shall serve the Lord And he will bless You shall serve the Lord And he will bless You shall serve the Lord And he will bless You shall serve the Lord And he will bless You shall serve the Lord And, he will bless. The Lord and he. so those who serve God Walk in the blessing Those who serve the Lord walk in the blessing. It says, and he shall bless your bread and your water, and he will take sickness far away from the midst of you. Verse 26, verse 26, it says, There shall nothing cast their young nor be barren in the land. This is the land of solution there shall be none barren in this church. I said there shall be none barren in this church. Barrenness is banished out of this church. This is a church of fruitfulness. This is a ground of fruitfulness. Everything in this house works. Everything in this church works. Everything in this church works. I said everything in this church works. There is fruitfulness on this ground. There is fruitfulness in this church. Therefore you can never be barren. It said, there shall be none barren in the land. The number of your days I will fulfill. In other words, no one dies premature in this church. Your father is a baby maker. He is a healer. He is a miracle worker. He is a way maker. So you, he will make a way for you. He will give you that miracle. He will give you that healing. You don't have to beg him for it. That's why the Bible says that he himself took. What he has taken, you don't have. Don't say, oh, in our family we have diabetes. No, he took. In our family, people die young. No, he took it. He died on the cross. So people don't have to die Young in your family anymore. He himself took. What does he mean to took? Took means took. Took means what? Took. He's taking took it. You don't have it anymore. Are you following what I'm saying? I am not speaking wrong, wrong English. I am speaking Jesus English. Jesus took. He's taking took it. You don't have it, amen. I said he's tooking it. Took means what? Took, Took. yeah. Took means took. She's carrying this notebook and Bible. Who has it? Does she have it? No. Jesus is took it. (laughs) So you can't say I have it. You can't say I have barrenness. You can't say I have diabetes. You can't say I have cancer. You can't say I have leukemia. Because Jesus took it. Jesus took it. And he nailed it to the cross. He himself took it. So stop saying, oh, you know, the doctor said I have shut up you don't have I'm sorry to say that but shut up your mouth is putting curses on you God said to the children of Israel he said I will not put any of the diseases of the Egyptians on you irrespective of what the doctor says know what Jesus took for you declare what Jesus took for you declare that heart pain gone declare that short sightedness gone declare that issue that pain in the back gone declare that that cracks in your bone healed declare it declare it because he himself took Jesus took our sicknesses and diseases so we don't have it so we can have rest Matthew eleven twenty eight 28 to 30. says, come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I'll give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lonely in heart, and you shall find rest unto your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Amen. So he took it so you can have rest. Sickness it's a burden. Yes. Diseases are heavy burdens. Yes. I remember when I was young. As a little child. My mom was taking me through one hospital after another. One hospital after another. Almost every week sick. I was a sickly baby. Almost every week sick. I'm not, I'm not exaggerating. Almost every week, the doctors know my mom, they know me by name. As a matter of fact, the doctors even were prophesying I'll become a doctor. They say, this one has to be a doctor because the way he has given us problem, he has to become a doctor. From one hospital bed to another, There's one I will never forget. There's one instance I will never forget. They took me on one of these numerous visits to the doctor. And the injection they gave me, it felt like it was going through my bones. Have you ever had such injection before? Now here, they don't give injection. Now in the UK, you, you, you don't get no injections. You know, those drips you get and... Uh, then in those days everything is injection it's injection and one day that injection i had to scream is going through my bones <laughs> it's going through my bones i thought maybe the doctor did it intentionally so i don't come back here again <laughs> it was going through my bones what wickedness. Now have you ever have you ever seen a mother or a father whose their child is sick and they postpone their child's healing before? Never. Never. If your child is sick, you want your child healed yesterday. You want your child healed yesterday. Your father is the healer. He doesn't want you to be sick. He doesn't want you to be going from one physician to the other. He doesn't want you to be going from one pain to the other. He wants you healed now. And in this church, we have had countless testimonies of healings. Countless testimonies. Preaching on, on, on a simple message from Matthew 8:17. He himself took and people in the church, somebody's heart. Heart pain, gone. Somebody's liver, not functioning right, gone. Are you following what I'm saying? Because Jesus is a healing Jesus. Somebody's migraine, gone. Somebody's blood flowing, cease like that. Because he is a healing Jesus. And he is the same yesterday, Today and forever. The same Jesus who did it for them will do it for you Amen. in the name of Jesus. I said, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Quick question as we get ready to close What are some of the good things Jesus did? Because God anointed him with the Holy Ghost and with power, and he went about doing good, healing all that were oppressed of the devil. My, uh, Acts chapter 10, verse 38. So what are some of the good things Jesus did? Number one, he fed the 5,000. He fed 5,000. Number two, he healed many sick. He healed many that were sick. Number three, he raised the dead back to life. He raised the dead back to life. Number four, he delivered those who were possessed by demons. So there were many good things Jesus did. And because he did those many good things, he will do it for you. Listen, Jesus does not refer any case to any specialist. He doesn't. Any blind man that was brought to him, he never referred blind Bartimaeus to anyone. He never referred Lazarus to anyone. Jesus is the last stop. I said Jesus is the last stop. He never referred the lame to anyone. He never referred the crippled to anyone. He never referred the sick to anyone. Why? Because Jesus is the last stop. He never referred bowel cancer to anyone because Jesus is the last stop. He never refers lung cancer to anyone because Jesus is the last stop. stop. He does not refer leukemia to anyone because Jesus is the last stop. He does not refer brain tumor to anyone because Jesus is the last stop. He does not refer dyslexic to anyone because Jesus is the last stop. He does not refer pain in your back to anyone because Jesus is the last stop. Is the last stop when you meet him? You can't go any further. He is the last stop. He is the last stop. And today you have come to the last stop. I say you have come to the last stop in the name of Jesus. Why? Because Jesus Christ the same yesterday, yesterday, today. today. He's still healing. Amen. I believe his word. Amen. The name of Jesus is above every other name. Amen. What sickness is it? The name of Jesus is above it. Amen. Philippians chapter two verse, 2, verse 9 to 11. God has given him a name which is above every other name. That at the mention of the name Jesus, every knee shall bow. The name of Jesus is above every other name name that situation the name of Jesus is above it the Bible says at the mention of the name Jesus every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord that testimony we heard of that creative miracle Jesus is still doing creative miracles among us creative miracles. We are in the seasons of creative miracles. Listen your father is the human maker. He has every part you will ever need. He is a manufacturer of your body, of your organs, of your systems. He has every part you will ever need. He has every part you will ever need. He has every part you will ever need. Amen. And today I decree over you that that system is replaced. Amen. Creative miracles right now Amen. in the name of Jesus. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Did you receive it today? Yeah. Let's give Jesus a prayer.